For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to Pennywise, a Lee Enterprises podcast. I'm your host, Nat Cardona. Today we're talking solo travel. It's gotten more and more popular these days, but let's face it, traveling by yourself can get really pricey. Thankfully, we have nerd wallet travel expert Sally French here with us to give us tips on how to make the most of it all. Today we're talking about the topic of solo travel, keeping it fun and I guess financially friendly, you could say. Okay, I love it. First things first, uh, from the Nerd Wallet article I read, the amount of people opting for solo travel has gone up as compared to past years. Is that correct? That is correct. So what Nerd Wallet has found is, is actually based on Google searches for solo travel, they have increased 59% in the first half of this year versus the same period in 2019. More people now are interested in solo travel than they were pre-pandemic. Okay, that's what I was going to say. So what's the big difference? But I guess people are just eager to get out there, huh? Yeah, you know, I think there is definitely this uptick since the pandemic of people being okay out there being solo. We spent so much time alone. And, you know, now people are spread out, people have moved away, but people still want to go on trips. People especially want to take those bucket list trips. So sometimes the best way to take that bucket list trip might just be by yourself. Yeah, there's a few steps you got to take first. Let's talk about the travel in itself, that airplane ticket. Uh, any advantages to flying solo? Well, this is actually an area where you can save money. So one of the challenges with flying solo or traveling solo is that it can be more expensive. You're not able to split the cost of that rental car, of that rideshare, of that hotel room. But with airfare, in some ways, you can find a better deal. You might just be able to get that last available flight. Uh, you know, if, if seats are sold out for two, that's not going to work if you're traveling with someone else. But if you're by yourself, that can be better. Another thing is you might be more inclined to be okay with that middle seat. What we've seen is that airfare prices are actually down this year versus last year. They're down this year versus 2019. They're down this year versus what they were 10 years ago. And a big reason for that is because airfares have engaged in this practice called unbundling or bundling where they'll charge a lower base airfare and then they'll add all these extra costs, extra costs to check bags, extra costs to board early. And one of those extra costs is to pick your seat, especially with families. People want to sit together. And so we see a lot of air airlines will, pay, uh, a lot of travelers will pay extra to be able to pick their seat to travel with their family members. But if you're traveling solo, you don't have any family members to travel with. And so you can probably skip that expense. The reality is you're probably going to end up in the middle seat, but maybe not a huge deal if you're a solo traveler looking to save money. Seriously, at the end of the day, it's just tapping the person next to you shoulder. Hey, got to get up quick. It's never a big deal. And, and, and you're not going to remember that flight. You're going to remember the trip. You're not going to remember the middle seat anyway. At least totally. I hope. 
Totally. Thank you for mentioning that. Uh, Something you touched on just a bit ago is the other important part of travel and traveling alone is picking that place to stay. So when we put a price tag of, let's say, 150 bucks a night on a hotel room, that's often great if you're traveling with a friend, you split it down the middle and, you know, it's everyone's happy. But when you're by yourself, it's all on you. So what are your options there for your lodging? Yeah, you know, you're completely right is what Nerbola has found is that, uh, you know, hotels, you can save money when you're traveling with someone else. In fact, if you're traveling with large groups, Nerdwell encourages you to book Airbnbs where you can save even more money. But the bad news is when you're traveling solo, there's no one to split that cost with. That said, there are a few options. So I mentioned Airbnbs and Nerdwell has found that these are a far better deal with large groups. But actually, Nerdwallet or Airbnb recently revamped their rooms feature. And so if you're willing to stay in a house that you share with other people, uh, Airbnb has what's called rooms and you can book just a room. And that might not be something that you're willing to do with a family. But when you're a solo traveler, you book just that room. Airbnb has filters where you can filter out rooms that have a lock on the inside, which might be something that you want to do as a solo traveler. Uh, You can search by hosts and hosts even write a bio about themselves. It's intended to sort of help connect travelers who actually want to talk to the host. What we found is increasingly Airbnbs just kind of operate like vacation rentals or timeshares where you never even meet the host. And you know what? Sometimes that's great. If you want to spend your vacation with your family and friends, you don't want to talk to the host anyway. But as a solo traveler, often you do. Uh, And so Airbnb rooms can be a really good way to save. Other things that you might consider are hostels. Hostels don't just have to be for 19-year-olds. We've increasingly been seeing more hostels that older adults are going to. That can be an excellent way to save money, as well as capsule hotels. So these are just little tiny rooms Often the ceiling won't even be a full room ceiling height. These are like pods. And so sometimes the ceiling can be six feet, eight feet. It'll typically be just a bed with a room to put down a bag and that's it. You're probably not going to want that if you have to share with somebody else. But if you're by yourself and you're just looking for a place to lay down your head to sleep, to store your bags, and you're going off into the city to check it out, a capsule hotel can be an amazing option for solo travelers. That's awesome. I've never heard of the last option. Are those more popular in some countries or places than others? Do you know? Yeah, you know, I actually stayed in in a pod hotel or a capsule hotel in Singapore uh, because Singapore is one of the most expensive places that you can visit. And I'm not really interested in spending a lot of time in the hotel. I'm interested in spending the time out in Singapore to see what they have. And you're right, the ceiling was really, really short. Luckily, I'm short. So it, it was like just a little bit taller than what I was. And I have to tell you, the only time I spent in that room was sleeping enough to change my clothes and get out of there. But again, if you're really on a budget, that can be an excellent way to go. And we're seeing this more and more, not necessarily even capsule hotels in the US, but just these really micro hotels. Um, There's a chain called Yotel and those focus on really small hotel rooms, which is ideal if you don't want to pay for space that you're not using otherwise. Yeah. I golden rule. Just go to sleep there. 
clean up there than be outside the rest of the time. I'm, I'm definitely, there. you know, if you're traveling with a family, you want to have that kitchenette and living room and all that. But, you know, for couples, for people who want to see the city, they're not trying to relax in the room and solo travelers, that's you. You definitely do not need that. There you go. And the other main part of travel, food and going out and grabbing food and drinks. Any tips there? Yeah, you know, one of the fun things about traveling is that if you're with a big group, you can order a bunch of things and try a little bit of everything. And you're probably not going to experience that as a solo traveler. But one of the nice things is that you have freedom. Uh, Often when people are in groups, they feel like they have to do uh, an expensive waiter service restaurant. But as a solo traveler, you can eat on your own time, on your own budget, on your own schedule. And I always encourage all travelers to do this, but go to the street food stands, get what the people are eating locally. And especially as a a solo traveler, you have just a little bit more freedom to do that. Uh, The food's more expensive or it's more authentic. It's tastier. And the reality is it's probably a lot cheaper, too. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things to do when I travel is grab something from a cart and just sit and people watch in the area, wherever you may be. Uh, I go to Mexico a lot and that's what we were doing is a lot of the taco carts and then crossing the street, sitting on the bench and watching the cars go by. It's There's nothing better. <laughs> Definitely. And food is one of the best ways to immerse yourself in the local culture. You know, I love a, a breakfast buffet for groups can be really convenient because everyone can ensure that they eat. But the reality is breakfast buffet food is probably just going to be your generic hotel pancakes. When you go out in that cart, you're trying the local fruits, which are probably way fresher than what's in your grocery store. You can get an amazing meat skewer. Something like that is a really, really good way to immerse yourself in the culture. Try something new. Grab and go. Keep it moving. Uh, The final thing that I had in my end is financials aside, how can we keep solo travel fun and light yes so one of the challenges i think with solo travel is just inherently you're alone you're by yourself you don't have people to talk to and to share your experience with but that doesn't have to be the case uh one of my best pieces of pieces of advice is to take one of your hobbies you have at home and experience that out on the road. And so if you're someone who loves to take a yoga class at home, find a local yoga class in that new city that you're exploring. I'm a competitive weightlifter. And so whenever I go travel, I find a local weightlifting gym and I make friends that way. And those people are always the one telling me the best recs of places to go eat, things to go see. It's always way better than what the guidebooks are going to tell you anyway more personalized that way a little ambitious to put yourself out there but that is seriously great advice thanks for mentioning that that's good that's a good one to keep yeah (laughs) the other thing to remember is that there are often group tours and some of these tours things like cruises or other tours that put you in a hotel they might charge extra if you're traveling solo because you're not able to split the cost of the room But some don't. If you look specifically for tours that do not charge an extra single supplement, and that's the wording that you'll see, single supplement, uh, find those that don't charge extra. And that can be an excellent way to meet people as well, is just make friends with the people on the cruise or on the group tour. Good to know. Uh, Sally, anything you want to add about solo travel? No, solo travel is fun. Get out there. You're not tied to someone's schedule, especially for international trips where everyone has jet lag. 
your partner is asleep super early, you want to stay up super late, that doesn't matter when you're traveling solo. <laughs> Work on your own schedule. I've done it and I just highly recommend it. So <laughs> yeah, awesome, awesome. As always, thank you, Sally. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.